calling all podcasters, musicians, vloggers, and reporters, and everyone else who wants crystal clear recording that's super portable. The Shure Motive family of microphones makes studio quality audio that's as simple as plug and play. Many of the world's top podcasters rely on Shure, and with a Motive line of iOS and USB microphones, portability is now your friend. Imagine being able to get great audio quickly and easily from your phone, tablet, or computer. Simply visit Shure.com slash Motive to start getting great audio for your content now. That's S-H-U-R-E dot com forward slash M-O-T-I-V. Welcome to the Hot Corner Show on the ISPS Radio Podcast Network with your host, Dr. Ray, the softball-playing chiropractor and the official chiropractor of ISPS, and Manuel T. Ferrero III, the commissioner of international slow-pitch softball. Listen to the Hot Corner Show every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the ISPS Radio Podcast Channel. Call the show at 347-637-3978 and talk sports and health topics with Dr. Ray. Plus, slow-pitch softball from around the world with Manuel T. Ferrero III, fantasy sports, special guests, and more. Call the show now on the special guest call-in hotline at 347-637-3978. Now, bring your A-game, because you're about to experience the hot corner. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, how are we doing? It's your host here on the Hot Corner Show each and every Wednesday night, Dr. Ray, the softball playing chiropractor. You can find me on Twitter at Dr. Ray T. You can find me on Facebook at 353HEAL. You can find me all over the place. You can find me in Miami um, all the time, working every day, trying to help people live healthier lives, get better, prevent disease, improve quality of life. You can find me on the softball fields. You can find me on the basketball courts. You can find me in a tree stand. You can find me out on the boat, on the water. I mean, you can find me in a lot of places, man. And, Manny, I've got a really funny story for you uh, regarding this past weekend and a stroke of luck that I had as well, too. But before we get there, you heard him a minute ago. You know him from the 200-something other shows that we've done before. The man, the myth the legend, the co-host here on the Hot Corner Show, Mr. Manuel Ferrero III. How are you doing tonight? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Nothing much, Dr. Ray here. Another show here on the uh, Hot Corner. And I'm excited tonight, brother, the fantasy draft. And uh, just ready. Ready to get this uh, season up and running already, brother. Bro, me too, man. I've, I've, this is, I've got actually two drafts tonight, and these are my last two drafts. Um, I've got a couple teams already set up, um, already ready to rock and roll, so I'm excited about that. And I'm trying to, you know, what in the past what I've done is I've kind of tried to uh, get similar teams here and there and so on and so forth. And this year I'm trying a completely different new philosophy. I'm literally going to go for the best player available, Once I'm going to kind of try to, and I'm going to tell you my strategy here so you have an idea, but what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to go for position scarcity. So I'm going to try to get players that are really good in positions where there's generally not a lot of good players. 
and then I'm going to go literally for the best player available on the board all the time. So uh, it's going to be similar to an auto draft. I mean, who, how many fantasy leagues are you in? Um, this year I believe it is seven. <laughs> Lucky number seven this year. I added one uh, from another league that I, uh, or from my networking group, my BNI group. So that's the other draft that I have here tonight. So we'll figure out. That one is going to be a little crazy, though, because it's only an eight-team league. Um, I like to play in, in leagues where there's, you know, generally more players. And so, I mean, that's going to be like an all-star team. And it's going to be really anybody's game. I mean, minus teams that suffer a couple bad injuries. So that one's just kind of for fun. That one's just whatever. Uh, but tonight, tonight, this is all about trash talk. This is all about who can beat Dr. Ray, the self-proclaimed fantasy professional. And, by the way, I never self-proclaimed that. Manny said that I was a self-proclaimed fantasy professional. So just for everybody out there listening, um, I have had some success. I've, I usually win at least a league every year. Um, maybe that's because I do seven of them. But either way, it's a lot of fun. It's something that I love. Um, I get into it. it. It's great watching on Sundays what's going on with everything. But it's football season, man. I already, I'm back in the oh, man. things. Hey, Dr. Dude, Ray, I just, I'm so uh, happy. I'm sorry to jump a little bit ahead, but I just went into the uh, draft order and got lucky number one. <laughs> well, it's kind of unlucky a little bit, man. Let me tell you. Who's who's number one? Dímelo Confirmao. Dímelo Confirmao. Number one draft pick. All right. That must be Mr. Manuel T. Ferrero III with, with the first pick. So I'm interested to see where you're going to go, man. Oh, guess what I got? I got lucky number nine. Lucky number nine. I don't mind pick number nine. You get some quality players uh, there. I'm going to have three. My first three picks are going to be some pretty good guys, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, you know, this year I, I'm not – I don't really want the number one pick this year. There isn't a number one pick that I think is like – you know, Antonio Brown is, is probably the best way to go. He's uh, got the highest ADP, and ADP for you guys who haven't played fantasy before is average draft pick. Um, he's got the highest ADP, you know, average. Um, across, I think, all of the major fantasy platforms. Let me ask Yahoo you, is it a PPR and, league and or what? So if you guys are out there and you're listening and you have a Yahoo league, one thing that I suggest that you do is when you go to your league homepage, you go to where it says settings. And if you go to settings, it's going to take you to a page where it says scoring and settings. And there, when you scroll down, it's going to tell you about offense. So in this league, you get 25 yards per point. Um, per passing yard, and four points extra at 300 yards. So guys who throw for 300 yards, you're going to get a lot of points from. Touchdowns are six. Interceptions are negative two. Rushing yards are 10 yards per point and two points at 100 yards. Rushing touchdowns are six. And receptions are one point. So this is a full PPR league. You also get 10 yards per point and two points at 100 yards per receiving. Six yards, uh, six receiving touchdown points, six uh, touchdown return points, two points for two-point conversions, negative two for fumbles lost, and offensive fumble return touchdowns are worth six as well, too. Uh, we got a little bit of weight on the field goals from 40 to 49 yards. You get four points, 50-plus, you get five. And we do have a pretty hefty penalty for those guys that miss chip shots. From zero to 19 yards, you get negative two. 
from missing from 20 to 29, you get minus one. And if you miss a 30-yard field goal up, you're not penalized at all. Um, scoring for defense also has a couple a couple changes in there. So you get a certain amount of points for a shutout. Then one to six points, you get seven. Seven to 13, four. 14 to 21. And between uh, 28 to 34 points, you get doctor points. If you allow 35 or more points, you get minus four points. So it, it's not good to have a defense that gets a lot of points scored on them. And, of course, you get points for fumble recovery, sacks, interceptions, touchdowns, safeties, block kicks, and returns and touchdowns, which is, which is a cool one. Sometimes you don't get those touchdown returns. So teams that have good returners, it could be a good idea to go and get a special team, um, not just defense, but also special teams there. So does that answer your question there, Manny? Yes, sir. That, right. oh, that that helps me out with my uh, with my number one pick. Let me ask you a question, Dr. Ray. If you had number one, where would you go? Um, I had the number one pick in the draft, and I took Antonio Brown. All right, all right. All right. Um, I haven't had I haven't had the number nine pick yet, so I'm excited to see who's going to fall down to me there as the number nine pick. So. You know, I know that we talked about a bunch of stuff on this show. We got the draft starting at 7.30. Um, so, Manny, real quick, let's get into it before we take a break. What's been going on since the last show? Well, nothing much. Um, well, actually, a, a, a little bit of uh, some work over here, Dr. Ray. Uh, I, I really wanted to touch, touch on the uh, reality TV show, which has um, gotten a tremendous response on social media, Dr. Ray, I'm talking about almost, we just posted, let me, let me go back to the beginning of the story. We just posted a, uh, a feeler out there, basically uh, a couple of reality TV show producers reached out to us. Uh, they're looking for softball teams. I guess they're developing some type of reality TV show, um, and this is the way they explained it to me. They, they're really looking for stories behind the players and just use softball as a backdrop. So it's really not going to be anything about softball. It'll be a, mostly about the stories and the people behind it. Um, so we just basically said, all right, we, you know, we'll help you find some teams, but we, we, we want to be somehow involved with it. So we'll see how that goes. But Basically, we just we didn't even really think people were gonna be that uh, interested in this. And um, dude, almost a million people. We just put a, a simple post on Facebook, and almost a million people have seen it. Um, over three thousand shares, uh, close to or, or maybe by now more than a thousand comments. It's it's been crazy. It's been crazy. We've we've already received maybe over a hundred applications from teams from all over the world all over the world um and yeah it's open to i guess anybody any team from the world and it doesn't have to be co-ed or men's or women's it it could be anything any type of uh division they're just looking for the best stories and um a little bit about what they're looking for is uh they they're basically asking for headshots of all your players and and basically a small description about their character and who they're, who they, who they are on the team. Uh, like for example, maybe you have a drunk guy or, 
the old guy on the team or, you know, the, the, the unathletic cute girl or something like that along those lines. And, and I'm talking about Dr. Ray, we're, we're receiving PowerPoint presentations and, and elaborate videos with, with graphics and, and special effects and stuff. These people are going all out. Uh, you might have to post some of these on, uh, you might have to post some of these, some bloopers that you get, man, or something. I, I see uh, some funny videos here. Oh, definitely. It's funny stuff. And, and uh, some of it, you can't even really post it out there because, you know, there's a lot of uh, adult activities, if if you may. But um, so there's a lot of people out there who that are still um, developing their, I guess, their entry into the contest, I guess, if you want to call it a contest. I don't know. I, I really, this is all new to us. We we weren't expecting this explosion of, of, of interest from the softball community. Um, so a lot of people are, are wanted some time to, to put their entry together, I guess. And so we're giving everybody until September 30th. And uh, then I guess the producers are going to get together along with myself. I, I, uh, I'm also going to be part of the selection process and we're going to basically bring it down to 20 teams um, and then I guess the next step would be, you know, I guess interviewing these people a little bit further. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the next step would be, but that's, that's as much as we know. And, and, uh, you know, we bring it here on the hot corner show. Cause I know a lot of people were going to listen in and, and a lot of people have been very interested in this, uh, in this subject, Dr. Ray, I don't know. I don't know about you. Would you want to be on a, on a reality show? Well, what I was about to say was, as a matter of fact, uh, the, the main qualification for any teams is that they have to be from Miami, and they have to have a third baseman that they can dispose of, um, and then they just have to insert me onto the team, and, you know, we'll get them right in there. We'll, we'll fast-track them right onto the show. So you're you're not opposed to, to a camera crew just following you 24 hours a day, you know, going to your... <laughs> That would be kind of cool, actually. I guess I don't know. I don't know, man. They they could come to the bathroom with me if they want. I really don't care. I mean, you know, for me, I've seen what reality TV has done for Kim Kardashian. I see what reality TV has done for a lot of different people, and I feel like I do something that the whole oh, world yeah, wait a, wait know a minute, about. Wait a, wait and a minute. Can, uh, can, if I were to can, be able to do that on TV on a daily basis, I'm not saying I'm going to do what Kim Kardashian did to get famous. I'm saying you you need you know. If you're going to go the Kim Kardashian way, you need some type of sex tape out there, Dr. Ray. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not doing the sex tape, number one. Um, that's, not, that's not the way it's going to happen. What, what's going to happen is the way it's, it's so funny because, you know, I've been playing softball forever. So uh, I had a joke with some of my buddies up in chiropractic school that one day, you know, I was going to ride my softball bat right out of chiropractic school and into, like, you know, national success and whatever the case is. So... That's pretty funny because, you know, we joked about it back then, but, hey, man, uh, I'm about to start working out and getting ready for this show, I'm telling you, because I tear it up on the diamond, tear it up out there, tear it up in the office. Everybody knows the softball playing chiropractor. Oh, wait, he's a chiropractic internist. What is that? Oh, now the whole world's healthy. What do you know? All because of reality TV. So, Manny, let's do it. Let's do it, Dr. Ray. Get, get your sex tape out there, man. I, I'm pretty sure... There's probably a couple of sex tapes out there of myself out there somewhere on the cloud. 
I hope I, <laughs> <laughs> somewhere in the cloud. Somewhere, somewhere in the, the cloud, there's probably, probably something over. out there, dude. You know, uh, drunken nights and stuff. I hope my wife isn't listening right now. But uh, yeah, man. Yeah, you know, just a leak. You you just gotta leak one of those sex tapes out, and and you're the next uh, Kim Kardashian. That's nice. There you go. Surveillance surveillance camera from the prison when you spent that night in jail. You think that's on somewhere out there in the club? No, no, I've never been in jail, thank God, man. I'm never, I'm never <laughs> no, going to no, no, be no, in jail. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, thank uh, you. I mean, you never know. I'm a free man. You never know. You never know. This country, maybe one day we won't be free. I mean, we're not going to have a hot list tonight, but if we did, I'm sure Donald Trump would be on it. Um, if for, for those of you that have been listening to the show, uh, we always have a, a hot corner hot list, and we go through, and for some reason, every week, Trump ends up on it. It's like everything else revolves, but Trump is always there. Um, I don't know, man. It's going to be a crazy. This we got so much to talk about on the show, but we can't even talk about it this week because we got this fantasy draft. So, anyway, we got about twelve minutes. Twelve minutes left. Twelve twelve minutes till showtime. So, before we get to the draft, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, before we get to the draft, I I just want to point out really quick another big announcement that uh, everybody is interested in is the uh, upcoming international events. We're going to Santo Domingo, Dr. Ray. And I I know you're going to flip out on this Uh, $600 per person. I know it sounds big, but listen, $600, but that includes your hotel stay for five days, four nights at an all inclusive food, beverage, um, a private reception beach party when we come in and a uh, private formal dinner uh, when we go out, when we, uh, I guess, crown the champion of the tournament and stuff like that. This is also includes uh, your tournament entry fee and stuff like that for, I believe it's a four game guaranteed over there and it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You come in Thursday, you play Friday, Saturday and Sunday and you leave on Monday uh, so check it out. I believe it's in December, December 8th, I believe, 8th through the 12th. And uh, just check it out at ISPSsoftball.com. A lot of people have uh, been very, I guess, responsive to this. Uh, this just We just posted it up uh, yesterday, I believe. And also the uh, Mario Soldiers, the uh, nonprofit organization that we – started on behalf of my brother we're going to be doing the uh softball tournament coming up in october and the uh golf tournament at crandon golf over here in key biscayne is in november i believe it's november 20th a sunday at 10 a.m so uh go to mariosoldiers.org for that uh but the dominican republic dr ray that that sounds like a a no-brainer man for 600 bucks you you can't go wrong I'm telling you, man, I'm going to uh, Dominican right now. Excuse me. Are you all right, Dr. Ray? (laughs) You having a sneeze attack or what's going on over there? Allergies. Allergies kicking in. No, I um, just took a sip of water and I miscalculated. You're allergic to water now, Dr. Ray? Wrong pipe, man. Wrong pipe. One of those wrong pipe situations. You know how that is, man. It's just... (laughs) Oh, man. All right. I'm back in the game. Uh, (laughs) Number one thing in radio, never take a sip of water and let it go down the wrong pipe, right? But, uh, hey, it happens here on the hot corner. 
This is live radio, so you guys know all about how we're doing, how we're feeling, and what's going on. I actually feel great. I don't have any allergies, um, but I did just take water and not swallow properly. So sorry about that, guys. Thanks for bearing with me. And what I was going to say is I'm actually going to Dominican Republic right now um, at the end of the month. So Wednesday, the 21st or the 24th, I'm not sure which one it is. I think it's the 21st. We're actually not going to be on the show because I'm going to be in Dominican Republic. Um, and I'm going for a friend of mine's wedding. And it's costing me nine – it's costing me about $1,000 per person. And we're only going to be there for four nights. So it's going to be less. So it's going to be $400 more. And it's going to be uh, – and it's going to be for a whole day and a half less, maybe even two days less. So, man, that's, that's a great deal for sure. Um, did you say that that was all-inclusive with food at a, at a resort as well, too? All-inclusive with food, beverage, alcohol, um, you know, the the uh, the national alcohol, which I guess, I believe it's, uh, bars, uh, what is it? What's their, their national rum over there? Um Come on now. Aguardiente? No, no, no. What do you mean aguardiente? Are you are you not eh, Barcelo? Is it Barcelo? Dr. Ray, uh, help me out here. I really, I really have no idea. Um, I've never I been believe. to Dominican. I'm really excited about it. I believe it is Barcelo, but anyways, I'm pretty sure uh, some of our Dominican. Friends could uh, ask, answer that question. Uh, what is the best Dominican rum? Man, where's the Dominican when you need them, you know? But, um, Brugal. Brugal. B-R-U-G-A-L. That's the one. I'm pretty sure all those uh, oh. national... All those national liquors are, are all included, I believe, and, and it's really good. I've been to the Dominican Republic before, and, and oh, the Presidente beers. How could you go wrong with those? So, Yes, uh, that's true. That's very true. All included, food and beverage. Uh, I'm really excited about, oh, also the uh, transportation to and from the airport in uh, Dominican Republic. Uh, actually, it's uh, Punta Cana. I'm pretty sure you've heard of Punta Cana and uh, travel to and from the stadiums. We're playing in uh, in huge stadiums, 380-foot home run fences. So uh, bring your A game. That's what I'm talking about, man. 380 feet. That's nice right there. That's uh, you got to hit it a mile to get out of the country, mile to get it out of there. But um, man, let me tell you to switch gears a little bit before we get into this fantasy uh, show here. So if you know, well, a lot of you guys out there don't know, but when I was younger, I was on the losing end of a battle with a seesaw, and I got my front tooth knocked out, and it's been a pain ever since, man. Like, I grew up in the dentist's office. I've had all kinds of issues always, and I, so I've had a bridge for a long time for my front for my front few teeth, and Recently, the bridge kind of has started getting a little bit loose and whatnot, so I'm working with a dentist, and we're coming up with a plan to do all kinds of stuff, but I went snorkeling over the weekend down in the Keys to the Jesus Christ statue that's underwater, and Manny, let me tell you, man, that thing was awesome. In about 20-something feet of water, there's just this Jesus statue, and it looks just like Christ the Redeemer, 
but it's a bronze statue and it's just there underwater. Um, and there just happened to be a, a 300 pound hammerhead shark floating around there when we were there as well too. But people dive there all the time. There's never really any incidents or anything like that. Nothing reported anyway that I've heard of. Where, where was this? It, where was this, Doctor Ray? This was down in the Keys, um, right. around around uh, between Tavernier and Alamorada, somewhere around there. And it was beautiful, man. It was awesome being there and and whatnot. But we get back from the snorkeling trip and we're at the, at the dock, you know, outside of their house, outside of a buddy's house. And we're just laughing and whatnot here and there. And, uh, we're, you know, we've had a couple beers now that we've been back and my buddy says something really funny and I just crack up laughing and I'm floating in the ocean right in front of their dock, but I'm still floating in the ocean, um, on a noodle or something like that. And sure enough, dude, I laugh and my teeth just, fly right out of the mouth, fall in the water. And like, it's like unbelievable, man. So I'm sitting there without my forefront teeth, Manny. And <laughs> it's, it's like, all right, now what are we going to do? We bust out all the snorkeling gear, weight belts, dive masks, all this kinds of stuff. And my, uh, my buddy that I was down there with, he's actually really good at the water, him and his, him and his brothers and, and whatnot. And so we're there hour and a half goes by, I think is what it was. And, we're just down there. I'm sitting there looking there, like, prepared, like, oh, that's it. Well, Tuesday, I'm going to have to close down the office. I'm going to have to go to a dentist on emergency. And, you know, I can't be walking around without my front teeth, right? So, sure enough, <laughs> right when all these things are, are happening in my head, uh, right when everybody's giving up hope, I'm looking down and I'm looking down and I see my buddy, like, just picking picking up the sand. The problem was that if you get down there and you start, you know, moving around too much, trying to hold yourself down, the uh the sand like kicks up and it will cover everything so it was like it was like imagine what it looked like was if a fire burned and there was ashes everywhere like as soon as you put something down they all blow right up and then fall right back down again and it was like soot man so it was like oh we're never going to find it but sure enough he just pokes down there feels something in his hand and he and he He's like, what? And he picks it up, dude, and under the water, I'm sitting there staring at him, and he and he shows it to me, and he's like, I found it. And I was like, no way, man. It was just unbelievable no that way. he found it. Yeah, man, because, dude, you, you know, should have taken a picture of yourself without your, without your teeth, man. No, 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 that's not going to happen. There's no reason for anybody to see that. That's why it was <laughs> such an issue. You dude, know? who cares? <laughs> in, like, in like 20 years, you're going to think back, and you're going to laugh about it. You know, it's funny. Who cares? I'm already I'm already laughing about it. If I didn't think it was funny, I wouldn't have said it on the radio. You know what I mean? But um, I thought it was funny and, you know, whatever. It, it was just one of those things. you got to laugh at yourself sometimes. Like I said, I was on the losing end of a battle with a seesaw. My buddy's dad was like, hey, the thing's broken. Don't go on it. I was like, no, I know better than you. I'm, you know, 12 years old. Uh, boom. Handlebars broke off when I was on the bottom end of it, and it just nailed me, dude. And I go home, and I walk home, and... It, it was at the house things. on the corner of my block, and and I just go home with my teeth in my hand, and my mom's like, "What did you do?" It's freaking out, blood everywhere. And then fast forward now, I'm I'm laughing, and teeth are flying out of my mouth <laughs> and landing on the ocean floor, and uh, we have to snorkel to find them, man. But what a what a what a story, man. Dude, that that reminds me of Shaquille O'Neal. I, I I don't know if you remember, I I saw him. He was a keynote speaker, and. Um, one of the things that he said that he's made over seven hundred million dollars 
listening to what his father said. So he was always, he, there was some kids there, some of the, I guess the uh, high ups in the convention were, they brought their kids up and Shaq talked to the kids and he's like, listen to your listen to your parents. Always listen to your parents. There you go, man. You should have listened to your parents. You would have still had your teeth. Yeah, man, I'm telling you. It's like, man, I wish I would have just listened. That's all I wanted to do was listen. But, you know, now I learned that lesson, so now I do a little bit better of a job of it, and I still think about it all the time. Like, you know what? I really don't do a good job of it. There's all the time people tell me things. I'm like, nah, I know better. But, um, hey, man, that's life. You live, you learn, you, you come up with funny stories, man. But we got a minute and eight seconds to the draft. You got the first pick. What are you going to do, Manny? Well, I'm already consulting with my uh, fantasy draft consultants here on my group chat. I have a uh, I have a group chat here with a few of my friends that are fantasy gurus and stuff like that. I call them because they they do like you know like you seven eight different leagues, but. I can't come to you because I'm playing against you. So, you know, I can't really come to you for advice. But they uh, confirmed my pick, which I'm going to go for in the first first, uh, first draft here. Um, let me ask you, Dr. Ray, when we come back around, do I pick twice? Yes, you do. All right, all right. Just checking, brother. Just checking on you. I got 10 seconds. I already put a star next to my guy. Does that mean it's automatically going to pick him? Nope. That means that you're going to add him to the queue, and if you let your time completely run out, then it'll pick whoever is the top in that order, and it's going to be in the top right of your screen right now. Um, But what you need to do is once you click on him, you're going to see that it's going to change from draft this player. It's going to show up a little, another little uh, box right there. And all you need to do is click where it says draft this player, and then you, you'll, you'll go ahead and snag him. So right. are you going to take the consensus number one here? I mean, you know, why, why wouldn't I? You know, this is, this is a no-brainer. I'm going to go with Antonio Brown, Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, he's going to do damage. He's going to be consistent. I'm going to go with Antonio Brown, and this is what my uh, my consultants are advising me to do because, as you as you may know, by just listening to me, I am a fantasy football rookie, total rookie. I only do one league a season, and this is it, the Hot Corner Listener League, Dr. Ray. This is the best league out there anyway, so uh, why not play with the best? So let me uh, go ahead and there you go, drafted number one. There we have it, ladies and gents. First round, first pick. Dimelo, confirmado. Selecting Antonio Brown. The second pick is off the board now, Odell Beckham. I think we've got a few players here who are uh, on auto mode, so they're just letting it run. I know a couple guys said they had softball tonight and whatnot, so we're probably going to see a few run here. There's probably going to be only a couple different changes. Um, We got Julio Jones off the board. We got Drew Brees now, who's also off the board. David Johnson going to team number five. 
So we've got a couple running backs off the board, a quarterback already in Drew Brees, another running back jumping right there, and Todd Gurley, who I think is going to have a great year. I was actually lucky enough to keep Todd Gurley in the ninth round um, in one of my drafts, so I was pretty happy about that. Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott is off the board there. And, you know, that's the highest that I can re- really remember a rookie being gone. And, well, the pick that I was hoping to uh, to get right there was DeAndre Hopkins. But it doesn't look like I'm going to get him because he just went eighth. So now it's my pick at number nine. And I'm looking at Lamar Miller, Gronkowski. I'm looking at A.J. Green. I'm looking at Adrian Peterson. Uh, Allen Robinson is there and available. So there's a couple different options here. And, you know, this being a PPR league and me mentioning earlier that I want to go with position scarcity, I was thinking about at pick number nine if he was there taking Rob Gronkowski. So I'm going to do something that I never do, and just because I want to change things up a little bit and see how I can manage a team a little bit differently, get some experience, I'm going to go with Rob Gronkowski with the ninth pick of the first round. So we'll see how that ends up turning out, Manny. What do you think about taking a tight end in the first round? Uh, I think it's a great move, Dr. Ray. It's it's a PPR league, like you said, and I, I'm taking that into consideration this year, which uh, last year I really didn't even understand what a PPR league was. <laughs> yeah, we all got to learn sometime, my man. So what what is the difference to you? Explain it to some of the maybe rookies out there that haven't played. Point per reception. The more your guy recepts, the more points he gets. The right. more he recepts. I like it, man. That's perfect. 100%, man. That's it. So the more catches, more points. So you, you took a guy like Deshaun Jackson who has, you know, four catches for 160 yards and two touchdowns. You know, that guy is not going to be a great PPR guy because there's going to be days where he has four catches for 36 yards. You know, so there's a bunch of different ways to look at it, and PPR leagues definitely make a difference because there's guys like Brandon Cooks who could catch tons of balls now, um, being one of the primary weapons in in um, And this goes for New Orleans, running backs. In, in New Orleans. Running, and running backs, backs as well, too. As well. Not just tight ends mm-hmm. and, and receivers, but running backs as well because they, you know, they go out for the little short little pass, dump offs and stuff like that, and they pick it up and run it, and all that counts. That's a point plus whatever they get in, in yards, no? Yep, and not only that, I mean, it's anybody. Um, it is literally anybody who catches a pass. It could even be the quarterback. So even the quarterback could get you a point there. So I got another pick now here coming up, and I went with a – tight end, and this is a three wide receiver, two running back league here. There's no flex, so you got to get some good wide receivers. The problem is that running backs are going to run out real quick right here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to see if I can find myself a little pass-catching running back, um, and I'm going to go with LaShawn McCoy from Buffalo, even though he's not very highly, highly rated right now compared to the rest of the running backs. I feel like he's going to be a guy that's going to catch a little bit more He's going to have a little bit more receptions as far as the receiving goes. Um, and we'll see what happens with it. You know, I like it. He's a workhorse. Hopefully he'll stay healthy. So I'm going to go with Shady McCoy here. 
So Shady McCoy in there. A lot of people probably wouldn't agree with that pick, and, and I and I actually really don't like it that much as well, too. Now I see why I didn't like pick number nine that much. Um, but we're going to go off the board here. We're probably going to see some running backs fly, um, again, because we have some people on auto. But there's going to be a few guys that are going to make some changes here, and they're going to pick up a couple different players that are going to kind of throw things off a little bit. So Le'Veon Bell goes off the board. He's He would probably been number one, number two, if it wasn't for the fact that uh, he's got four games suspension to serve to start the year out. So he won't be in until week number four. So they got to uh, also pick up another back now and try to make something happen. But you see that there's some pretty good offenses this year in New Orleans and Pittsburgh. So you got to think about teams. Sometimes it's just what players plug into what team and what schemes. You know, like um, Lamar Miller being in – in Houston, it's pretty funny that Arian Foster is now in Miami. I mean, are they going to completely switch roles, or is Arian Foster still going to be Arian Foster, and is Lamar Miller still going to be Lamar Miller? I mean, I think things are going to change a little bit, and we might see those guys assume each other's roles where Arian Foster kind of gets buried in the backfield, doesn't get enough carries, and uh, we see Lamar Miller getting the ball the way that he should have been getting the ball down here in Miami and, and starting to take off. What do you think about that whole situation, man? What do you think about Arian Foster and uh, Lamar Miller's flip-flop there? I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see Arian Foster, but I'm not. Uh, I'm still not convinced enough to pick him up. Not convinced enough to pick him up. I was just looking at him, as a matter of fact, when uh, when you were talking about. Well, actually, before you were talking about him, I was looking at him. I'm just not convinced yet. He's uh, just off an injury. I'm I'm not I'm not convinced. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see if he's available later on in the rounds. Yeah, I mean he's been falling in some. He's been falling in some drafts, and there goes uh, Brandon Cooks, who I mentioned earlier. He's going to be a good PPR guy. I'm interested. I'm interested to see what Jordy Nelson uh, does this year. They're talking about, you know possibly a snap count with him, um, 60, 60, 70% of the snaps, those kinds of things. Um, he went from being an elite receiver to kind of being one of these guys that goes kind of mid, middle, third, fourth round, that kind of a thing. But, I mean, I think he's still going to have a good year. Um, I'm thinking that the, the Packers themselves are going to have a much better year this year. Lacey apparently is in much better shape, looking like a beast. Jordy's going to be back. They've got Aberderis who's coming up. Um, as a third wide receiver, if they can ever get um, this other guy who who I was big on last year, I can't even remember his name now, and it's because I, I wanted to make sure that I didn't draft him this year. Although sometimes that that comes back to get you a little bit. You kind of develop grudges against guys, and um, you know it's like, oh, I don't want that guy, even though I know that they could probably be good. But I got him last year thinking they'd be good, and they got hurt all year or whatever. This is the case. Can't tell you how many times that's happened to me, Manny. Um, so I try to never have spite like that, but sometimes you just can't help it. But uh, Devontae Adams, I think it was, uh, uh, third wide receiver for the Packers. And since we're talking about the Packers, Mr. Dimelo Confirmao coming on the board with Mr. Eddie Lacy. All right. So, Manny, I guess you've been paying attention to the commentary. I sure have been, Dr. Ray. And now I'm looking at some <laughs> other uh... – <laughs> I sure have. I gotta take this. I gotta take this serious, Doctor Ray. Last year I was, uh, I believe I was tenth. No, 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 no. 
not looking All right, good. Well, I'll go through and I'll just name a couple things off here. So, let me I'll ask you something, Jeff, Dr. Should I, uh, should I be looking for a quarterback already or should I uh, get another wide I'd receiver? I'd wait a little before? bit longer. I mean, right now, if you want Aaron Rodgers, you need to take Aaron Rodgers because he's not going to come around to you again. But if having one of the top quarterbacks isn't a concern to you, then don't worry about it. You know, you can wait. There's going to be other quarterbacks that are going to emerge, other quarterbacks you can get on the waiver wire later. So the question is, you want Rodgers now? If you do, then you take him now. If not, then forget about it. Let me see something here. But you also have Cam Newton there. I don't know what your opinion is on him, if you think he's going to have a bounce back year, a better year, or what's going to happen. You know, I mean, that's a – I'm not sure what you're thinking is going to go on there. So, again, man, it you know it's what what you think, what you feel. You 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 got to run. There we it. go. Let's go with Cam, Cam Newton. All right. So we're, there you go. You know this could be a good league for him. He gets the rushing yards. If he rushes for 100, he gets a couple extra points. He's got Kelvin Benjamin back this year. You know what I mean. So he, he could have a big year again. So it could be exciting. There goes Jordy Nelson. Um, ooh, Juice Landry off the board. He could have a great year for the Hur- uh, not for the Hurricanes, excuse me, for for the Dolphins. Um, I w- remember uh, Manny when we were at training camp the other day. I was actually just watching some of that uh, film there that I got on my camera that I wasn't supposed to take. So I hope nobody from the Dolphins organization is listening in. Uh, good thing the sports talk isn't with us yet. But I was thinking, like, oh, no, you know what? These guys are going to take the guys that I really want to take right here, and I'm going to have to take the other guy. But either way, either way, I think that Juice Landry is going to have a good year this year. I think he's going to make a lot of catches. I think he's going to really uh, think he's going to have a great year for the for the Dolphins, man. What do you think? I do, too, man. And I was looking at him, too, but – I I I was looking at those quarterbacks and I was like, you know what? Let me pick one of these top quarterbacks before somebody else takes them up. Uh, but now I'm gonna have to go back and see what's out there left over when I when it comes back around me to uh, to pick a wide receiver, man. You're dropping well, like flies. And uh, just that you mentioned. Dr. Ray, uh, the sports store, we got to give a shout-out to him. He wasn't going to be able to be on the uh, show tonight because uh, he's got a new resident at his house. Uh, congratulations to David Dwork and his wife. They just uh, welcomed a new son into the world. So uh, big shout-outs to them. Let's give them a round of applause. Hey, baby Dwork. At home, man. Congrats, nice. bro. Baby Dwork at home. Congratulations, That's awesome. brother. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. man. And uh, congratulations for sure. And we'll see what he says uh, coming up soon, I'm sure. Not only that, about, uh, but also about the Dolphins and what's going on with Miami sports. So if, if this is your first time listening, guys, we usually have David Dwork on from CBS4 Miami uh, for our Sports Dwork Minute. And he comes and joins us for the, uh, the last part of our show usually and answers whatever questions we have about the Dolphins, the Heat, the Hurricanes, anything in general. He covers sports. Check him out at cbs4miamisports.com. And you can also find him on uh, Twitter and Instagram at David Dwork. 
So congratulations up to him and Manny, man. I'm telling you, this draft, it's it's tough when there's a lot of people auto-drafting because people just come flying off the boards and nobody's making their kind of crazy picks and those kinds of things. But this being a three-wide receiver league, man, I'm sitting here looking at, at who I've got as far as running backs and wide receivers and whatnot. And, you know, when you go for position scarcity and you take a good tight end and a good quarterback, you can be in good shape there. But then you don't get left with much else, man. So I'm kind of stuck here because wide receiver-wise, there's a few good guys out there still, and we need three of them. But at running back, oof, man, there really isn't much left out there either. So I'm going to have to go with a guy that's going to be primarily the whole entire offense for them. Um, but I think I'm pretty sure I'm going to go ahead and take Carlos Hyde here from San Francisco and and make something happen there. You know, there's there's starting backs out there and, and guys that are kind of like, hmm, whatnot, but you really want to try to, when it comes to running back, get those guys that are going to be the, the, the bell cows, not the guys that are going to have people sub in and, you know, injury questions and those kinds of things. And that's all I see down the rest of the board. I think that, you know, Carlos Hyde is, is probably going to be the, the most consistent. And that's what I'm looking for out of my running backs right now is some consistency after going with, you know, high-profile uh, quarterback and tight end positions. So my draft is, is turning out kind of kind of crazy. I like it with McCoy, Hyde, Gronkowski, and Rodgers. Now I just got to go ahead and take some receivers, man, while everybody else now starts looking at quarterback and tight end and those positions and going on some runs. So hopefully there'll, there'll be some left and not too slim a picking. Um, we got Mr. Fisher Law Firm coming up right now. Interested to see who he's going to take. I know he's liking his team so far. He's working with a pretty nice squad himself here with Julio Jones and Jordy Nelson and Devonta Freeman. So Freeman's going to catch some passes. He's going to be that bell cow we were talking about. As I mentioned, Jordy Nelson could have a really, really nice year. Uh, Julio Jones, I mean, stud. It doesn't get much better than that, especially in the PPR league. And uh, Matt Forte now is, is his next pick to back it up. Uh, his only issue is week 11 right now, he's he's struggling. He's got three guys on by with Julio Jones, Devonta Freeman, and Matt Forte. And some people say, you know what, who cares? Don't even look at that. Just, you know, do it. And whatever happens, happens when it comes to those bye weeks. And I tend to agree with that. You know, one week, if it's going to make you or break you, it comes down to that you're probably not going to have a great chance at winning a championship anyway. So, um, although you never know, you can sneak into that six on that sixth seed. I've, I've won from the sixth seed many times. So, you know, it's not that much of an issue. But, hey, like I said, sometimes one week it just it doesn't really matter. But, you know, it, and when it gets to that point too, you may want to think, all right, well, instead of having, you know, a kind of weak team throughout the bye weeks because I'm balancing it all out, maybe you say, hey, let me get everybody on week 11 and be strong for every other week, you know, and, and just kind of, you know, can that week or whatever the case is and punt it, like some people would say when it comes to fantasy. But who knows, man? I mean, I, I, there's there's two different ways to play this game all the time, and it's about putting the right two of everything together and, and being lucky, and that's what takes you to a championship at the end of the day, man. And hawking that waiver wire, being the first one to pick up those guys when injuries happen. You know, like I said, sometimes you you, you want to just plug in to where, you know, there's a guy in a system and he's number one in that system and that, that system produces at that position. So, you know, there's those kinds of guys. Um, and when you can find those on the waiver wire, you're in great shape. 
Like, uh, look at David Johnson last year. He wasn't drafted at all. You know, everybody thought it was going to be Chris Johnson there, and he just emerged. And look at him now. He's the top four, top five overall pick. So it's crazy how things can change from year to year. And uh, do you end up with that guy who blows up? And that's usually where championships come from. So Julian Edelman and Larry Fitzgerald, two good guys in a PPR. Uh, Fitzgerald, a very sure-handed veteran. Hasn't had great years as of late, but who knows, man, that could change. You know, he's, I think, one of the best receivers of all time. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. What uh, What made you pick those guys, Manny? Well, Julian Edelman, he's going to get a lot of uh, little dumps from uh, Garofalo now that uh, Peyton, Peyton Manning, oh, I mean, Peyton Manning's retired, man. I love those commercials with uh, with Peyton Manning. With Eli. Peyton on. Peyton on Sunday morning. I love it. I love it. Hey, no. Hey, Tom Brady's going to be out for the first four games, so I, I, I know that they're going to probably dump off to Julian Edelman a lot. And uh, Larry Fitzgerald, he's a pretty good uh, third wide receiver. He's going to be my third one. Uh, I got Antonio Brown, Julian Edelman, and, and Larry Fitzgerald. Come on. I, I'm pretty good. Sounds like a good squad, man. Oh, and there's there's Hans, the kicker. The kicker round is off. Uh, Hans went ahead and and got Goskowski. Uh, Hans is just filling up his his lineup sheet, I guess there. Um, but it seems like you know I'm looking at your wide receivers, and I don't even have one yet. Um, I'm sitting here like, oh man, I don't know what the heck to do. But I. I <sighs> Well, let's see what happens, man. Strategies, different strategies. Like we said, we're trying a new one. And let's see what we get. Um, I'm going to, if he gets to me, which I'm pretty sure he's going to get to me because there's only one pick left, I'm actually going to go for the other wide receiver in Arizona, in Michael, uh, not in Michael Floyd, excuse me, but in John Brown. Uh, Michael Floyd is another Arizona wide receiver. And actually, you know, uh, Michael Floyd has been on the come up. Uh, I think that, you know, it's, it's a it's a contract season for him. Guys always play better, you know, whatever the case is. But I think John Brown is going to be a little bit more of a possession receiver. Um, and, and I think he's going to go ahead and, and kind of take over Arizona this year. I just like him. He's small. He's shifty. I think he's a good guy to have in a PPR league as well, too. So he's going to be my number one wide receiver. And, you know, like I said, that's something that could be that could be trouble for me down the road, and and hopefully, you know, I think that this is one of those years that there's a lot of guys that are going to be coming at kind of the end of the draft here that I think have potential to be really good. Are they going to be those really solid guys? No, probably not. But I don't mind changing out wide receivers on the waiver wire, um, but quarterbacks and tight ends on the waiver wire, those are always a lot tougher. So, you know, those guys can kind right. of come out. And, and come out of the woodwork sometimes, and, and so that's why I've, I've elected to kind of go on that. Uh, on that, What were you going to say, man? Did you check out uh, Fisher Law Firm? Check out Fisher Law Firm. This guy's uh, putting up a pretty nice team here. Check him out. Oh, yeah, man. I'm looking at it already. I, I noticed uh, we were just talking about it a little bit earlier. You know, Kelvin Benjamin is the other receiver that I really wanted to go and get, and he got him. So he's got three guys that I love at wide receiver. 
Um, he just keeps stealing all the guys that I want to take for wide receiver. And you, and I'm you like, come have on, yet man. to pick up a, you have yet to pick up a, a wide receiver, Doctor Ray. ¿Qué pasa ahí? What's going on? No, I have I have one wide wide receiver, John Brown. I just picked him up right now. Oh, um, my I bad. I got to refresh. I think he's going to be the guy in Arizona. So um, I went ahead and went with him. So. Um, again, man, I've got some work to do. I'm, I'm definitely going to go wide receiver here again. Um, so I'm looking at who I'm going to have. And, you know, like we spoke about, Deshaun Jackson, TTR league, eh, not great. You know what I mean? This guy's he's not going to be getting a lot of what's going on there um, every single game anyway. I mean, he can have huge games and he can win you a week or two here and there, but it's not exactly what I want in a PTR league. I want a guy that's going to get looks all the time, a guy that's, you know, going to get, like you mentioned, dump-off passes, those kinds of things. So there's a, a few guys on here, but the pickings is slim at, the, at this point when it comes to PPR, PPR guys, and they go fast in leagues like this. So, you know, like I said, at this point I'm banking on somebody from the waiver is going to really come through here and make something happen. Uh, we got Mortal Kombat drafting right now. And he's he's thinking about what the heck he's going to do here. Uh, there's a few running backs left on the board. Still a lot of really good running backs left on the board, as a matter of fact. Um, a lot of guys that could, that could have really good years. One of my best bets right now may actually be uh, to snag one of these running backs and see if I can make a trade a little bit, you know, throughout the year and whatnot. Because there's some guys right now, when it comes to this waiver wire, or when it comes to this wide receiver selection, that just it, it's not a pretty thing right now. So we're we're looking at Marvin Jones from Detroit. We got Tyler Lockett from Seattle, Allen Hearns in Jacksonville, Deshaun Jackson, Josh Gordon, Crabtree, Sterling Shepard, who's a rookie who has uh, you know been highly touted. I think what I'm going to have to do here is just because I'm thinking PPR wise and I'm thinking what's going on. Um, I'm thinking slot slot wide receiver wise. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and 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 run with Stephon Diggs here from Minnesota, who is probably going to be more of a wide receiver three, but I think that he's going to have a little bit good, uh, better of a year with uh, Sam Bradford back there for the Vikings. It, it sucks that Bridgewater went down and tore that ACL, but I think Diggs is is emerging. I think he's going to have a good year. So we'll see what happens. And I wasn't really impressed with a bunch of the guys above him. Crabtree's not the guy to have an Oakland. Gordon, who knows what's going to happen with RG3. Tyler Lockett, you know, he had a, a pretty good year last year. We'll see exactly what's going to go on. He's still behind Jermaine Curse on a death chart there. He's kind of boom or bust, and that's not really exactly what I'm looking for right now. And I want a little bit more solid, uh, of a solidified player there. So I'm going to go with Stephon Diggs because he's kind of it for the receiver core there besides Laquan Treadwell, who's a rookie, who's going to draw some attention. So I think that could open things up for Diggs over the middle. So long explanation for that pick. Felt like I really had to justify myself. I don't think I'm going to be doing much of this quarterback tight end stuff anymore. I'm really, really not liking it. But Hans snagging the defense. He's filling up his, his positions there. So Manny, you're coming up here in a couple picks. We got Mr. Yep. Alfram on there right now. What are you thinking? What are you looking at, man? Where are you at? I'm looking. Oh, man, one of my guys was taken. All right, no problem. No problem. It's all good. Uh, I'm just looking over you know, at uh, Hans's team. Hans, Hans is a very eclectic uh, individual. You know what I mean? 
Definitely. He's already got his kicker and his defense. So I'm excited for him. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited for him. Yeah. Um, no, man, I'm just looking at some of these uh, picks. I'm waiting for Fisher Law and LL Cool K um, to go ahead with their picks. And then I got oh, two picks Fisher. to go. Fisher selects Arian Foster. So there we go. We were just talking about Arian Foster and Lamar Miller switching roles. Tell you what, you wouldn't find Arian Foster at the end of the sixth round, you know, last year, a couple of years ago. So it could be a great value pick for him there as he's putting his team together. And the good thing is, is that I don't think Arian Foster has a round 11 by. So that's also good for the Fisher Law Firm. Not so much for everybody else because he's putting together a nice team. I'm predicting right now that he's he's got the best draft going, I think. He's already got backup running backs. I mean, he's at the positions where there's not much left, he's pretty he's pretty well stacked right now. So I'm liking Fisher's squad, and there's still a lot of good guys left at quarterback and tight end. So I definitely did uh, I definitely did the wrong thing so far the way that this draft is shaping up. But hey, you know sometimes it is what it is. Probably shouldn't have tried that in an auto draft. Just something that you know hindsight is always twenty twenty. But <clears throat> All right, so Manny, Colby Fleener, that's the best tight end available. Now what are you going to do? All right, thank you. Here I'm looking at some uh, running backs. Um, what do you think about running backs from what's available out here? Well, there's a couple guys that I like on that on that list right there. Um, a lot of guys that have a starting job. I mean, I think that, any of these guys up at the top here would be good for you. Uh, quite honestly, I think Matt Jones could emerge and have a good year. I think Giovanni Bernard and a PPR is a good guy to have. Um, I think Ryan Matthews, if he stays healthy, could have a monster year. Jonathan Stewart, same thing for him with Cam Newton. So, you know, it just depends. You, you've got Cam Newton. You may not want to get the running back, too, because if they get shut down one week, your team could suffer. Um Duke Johnson probably wouldn't have been the guy that I went with, but I think that he could have a good year. He's shown a lot of flashes. You, you know, you did the the true homer move there, and you picked up a, a hurricane. You know, baby. The only reason why you don't pick him up is because you're a seminal, bro. Duke Johnson. No, baby. not at all. Not not at all. Um, I think that Duke Johnson is good. I just don't think he's in a good spot. Um, but then again, who knows, RG3 could have a comeback year, and I, it's just not a probable thing, I don't think. Is it possible? Yes. I know, man. Probable, that, that Cleveland Cleveland scares me, man. The people of yeah, Cleveland. Yeah, there's a curse there. Although there is. Possibly, there's something maybe LeBron, going on. Maybe LeBron, maybe LeBron lifted the curse. You know what I mean? You think who so? Who knows? It's a possibility, man. And there he goes, uh, solidifying his, his playoff run, Mr. Tom Brady, who is suspended for the first four uh, that's actually what I did in, in a bunch of other leagues is I drafted Tom Brady and then I just waited all the way until the end. Um, and, I, and then I went ahead with Jameis Winston because I think Winston is going to have a great year also. Um, and I got him late in some leagues, and I think he could be a pretty good keeper as well too. So that could be me just being a homer and a Seminole, but I like what I've seen from the guy. Um, he spoke at halftime during that Seminoles game on Monday night, and they came out a different team. So – uh, I think the guy's a winner. I think he's going to be a great player. He's shown some really good times in the preseason as well, too. So we'll see what's up, man. But we got Mr. Fisher here taking Tom Brady. I like his team. So 
guys, uh, unfortunately here, I know that it was, uh, I know that it was, it was quick once we got onto the show. The hot corner was kind of crazy tonight with our draft special. Uh, we have run up against the wall here, so we're gonna we're gonna say thank you to everybody listening. Thank you for all the guys that are drafting and and participating. Looking forward to seeing what everybody gets team wise. And right now, the winner, from what I'm predicting, is is Mr. Law Firm, the Fisher Law Firm. Um, for all your personal injury needs and whatever you guys need. If you, <laughs> if you can't do it, he'll find somebody who will. And uh, Manny, I want to thank you for putting it all together, um, making it all happen here on the show. And uh, whatever team, like I said, that we pick for that fantasy thing, just remember they need to transplant me as a third baseman. All right. Um, guys, thanks for listening. It was a great draft show. Manny, anything before we get out of here? Nothing much, man. Have a uh, great fantasy season, and uh, we'll talk to you next Wednesday. All right. Same to everybody else out there. Good luck in all your drafts. Good luck to everybody at the end of this one. And looking forward to it, man. Football's back. Turn the tubes on this weekend, Sunday. Get ready. Everybody be safe. Uh, Have a great, great fall and enjoy football. And until next time, we'll see you then. Everybody be well and have a great one. You've just heard the Hot Hot Corner Corner Show on the ISPS Radio Podcast Network with a softball-playing chiropractor and official chiropractor of ISPS, Dr. Ray Tolmos, and commissioner of international slow-pitch softball, Manuel T. Ferrero III. Remember to follow the show and hosts on Twitter and Facebook at ISPSO at D-R-R-A-Y-T. We hope you enjoyed the show and invite you to listen in to Dr. Ray and Manuel T. Ferrero III each and every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the International Slow Pitch Softball Radio Podcast Channel at ISPSRadio.com. I don't mean to be so uptight But my heart's been hurt a couple times By a couple guys that didn't treat me right I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna lie Alexa, play Meant to Be Okay If it's meant to be, it'll be, it'll be Baby, just let it be If it's meant to be With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get access to over 50 million songs Download the Amazon Music app today Living your life cutthroat You gotta be so cold Yeah, you're a natural Alexa, play Imagine Dragons Okay Cause you're a natural I you be- With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get access to over 50 million songs Download the Amazon Music app today